0: Shout out to our awesome sponsors, Elka Couture, the female-founded, female-run athleisure brand that we are obsessed with. Obsessed. Obsessed. <laughs> I got today, actually, the Untamed collection. I am one of those girls that only wears black gym wear and generally just black all in my wardrobe and I got the lace bra and the matching leggings and they are so comfortable and I would say that for the bra I have really big boobs and I just thought you know I really struggle with sports bras that my tits constantly like flop out of them I don't feel secure and honestly I just think that this bra is perfect because it's high neck and it's super supportive so really really recommend it.
1: Love it, and I am delighted to report that we are offering a 20% discount that I will be availing of this evening, Fiona, because I love their collection. So, if you use the code LoveBites20, it's applicable on full price items only. This can be used online and in store. So, there's two stores in Dubai one on Alwasal Road and one at the beach. They also ship globally.
0: If you're buying from outside of Dubai, then you get free express global shipping with all taxes being covered by El Couture. Which is brilliant news. Thank you so much, El Couture. The following podcast contains strong language and explicit content. And if that offends you, then I suggest
1: you switch this off. This is a Podcast Now production. <laughs> I just imagine a dog with hot chips, like... <laughs> I like, just don't... Licking somebody. Also, like, what the fuck?
0: Welcome to Love Bites, a podcast about all the things you were told you couldn't talk about. Like chin hairs that appear when you get older or the fact that i sometimes reenact arguments that have pissed me off in the shower
1: (laughs) i felt like they were quite tame and not too crude i'm gonna really lower the tone or funny farts (laughs) americans call funny farts queefing um, we'll get on to those in a moment. And of course, whatever dating feels you have or if you need any love advice at all, email info at lovebitespodcast.com or drop us a DM on lovebitespod what's our Instagram again?
0: lovebitespodcast
1: Podcast underscore. Love Bites Podcast underscore. Fanny farts, right? There is nothing to kill the sexual moment. There is nothing to put you off your sexual stroke more than a funny fart and if you follow this girl on instagram her name is <laughs> is it too crazy to be tired too tired to be crazy i love her too tired to be crazy she actually give people a <clears throat> a tip if you feel like you're about to to um <clears throat> you know let one rip so to speak in the vagina and uh, region due to different sexual positions you put a finger up inside mm. of yourself press your vaginal wall and then it just kind of releases naturally yeah, but every
0: time i've done it like i've i've been sh- i've been caught off guard so i don't know when i'm i can sometimes sometimes you can you can feel the air and you're like, because all the fanny fart, yeah. Like- <laughs> nice sound effect there. Because um, obviously a fanny fart is not like a bum fart, where
1: which is like toxic gas. No. <laughs> a <fanny> fart. <laughs> not toxic gas. It just fucking it's ruins so your life. It's so off-putting.
0: Why? I think so. It's particular
1: positions that make you fanny fart doggy. Because when you're on, like, you're kind of doggy, do, yeah, Always exactly, doggy. or where your chest is on the no. ground and your butt's in the air, you can just sort of feel like a massive tsunami of air infiltrating your body. And I'm sorry, that's going to come out some way. And then when you stand up or you, you know, resume normal position, it's like, it's, and you're like, what the fuck is that? What is that? Are you fucking kidding me? Bubble. And you're like, by the way, that wasn't a, that wasn't a that wasn't a real fart. That was like a funny <laughs> fart, and. Honestly, even thinking about it now, I blush because I mean, what the fuck? And when I was younger, like I probably did them more because I was a lot more adventurous and had sex in really weird mm. positions like handstand position reverse cowgirl. No, like, but... what the fuck? I would not be doing that now. Now I'm quite full vanilla and just lay back in missionary. So it doesn't happen that often. Thank the Lord. But yes, funny farts and queefing—we all um, experience them. It's horrendous, uh, but don't worry about it.
0: Totally, I think there's, there's. uh, I feel like being vanilla is very underrated. I'm super vanilla, and I feel like, do you know what? I get it's people's personal preference. So if you are into BDSM, power to you. I could never do it because maybe I'm too insecure to do it. But at the same time. I can have really great vanilla sex, have the best orgasm of my life, and there are no whips and chains and I haven't been choked to death. So, you know.
1: So that girl that you got me on to, um, and our mutual friend Hayden as well, la la la, let yeah. me explain. She made a very um salient point recently where she um she mentioned vanilla is also delicious. Yes, I saw that. So with um, you know, the the extremity of porn at the minute and you know, especially young people, young males in particular, think in order to have a good ride, you have to be tying somebody up, shagging them up the arse and doing whatever. and then girls feel pressured to get really mm-hmm. kinky and freaky just to appease men and their sexual desires the reality is normal vanilla sex as you know it's now called it's just enjoyable it's equally as enjoyable and pleasurable and even the kinky people um in that kind of kink scene um
0: what is bdsm, it? BDSM?
1: Yeah. uh-huh they aren't kinky all of the time. Even they have their vanilla days that's equally as pleasurable. So vanilla is also delicious. So my Fiona, how has your oh, week been? Oh,
0: oh, oh. <laughs> have I got things to tell you, my friend, my little Irish friend. <laughs> you tell me. So let's start with Mr. Handcuffs. So mm-hmm. I'll just say it quickly. Mr. Handcuffs are me and me are no more. Oh, no. So basically... Last week, as I said, I had a wobble, and then Uh we were supposed to go on our date on Tuesday, right? and we record this on a Thursday, so this week, Tuesday. Anyway, and I, over the weekend, barely heard from him, but he's at work, and uh, as I let slip what he does he's not on his phone during working hours so unlike us so I get it and I was like fine but like I really hadn't heard from him and I was like do you know what I just I'm not feeling it I'm not feeling it I spoke to my friend on the Monday and I was like do you know what I just don't know what to do it's like there's something about it that's just like there's it's not going anywhere I I feel like it's kind of lost its spark a bit and i hate using the word spark because i feel like spark is such a cop-out for guys or girls to get out of a situation by being like oh there's no spark and it's like there what there is Mm -hmm. a spark because spark quote-unquote spark because you wouldn't have bloody kissed the guy or girl if there isn't but Something has been lost. And my friend said to me, how's the sex? And I was like, it's good. It's not like the best sex of my life, but it's good. It's okay. And she was like, if it's like average sex and you're like not really feeling it, she was like, why are you bothering continuing? She was like, you haven't been feeling it for a week. I think you're just doing it for the sake of it, just to, like, see. And she was like, why are you wasting your time? And I was like, I don't know. So I basically then sent him a message. So he messaged me and was, like, working out the plan. And I said to him, oh, are you going to stay the night? And he was like, no, I'm not going to stay the night. And I was like, What? And he was like, do you have work on Wednesday morning? And I was like, yeah, but I own the company. So it doesn't really matter. <laughs> like, like it's not a big mm-hmm. deal whether you're here or not. And also I work, I start work really early. So you could just stay But Also we're kind of past that point where you would, you would mm-hmm. just assume that someone's staying the night. Anyway, that pissed me off a little bit. And I was just like, do you know what? So what, you're gonna, we're gonna go for lunch. You could come back here. Probably gonna wanna shag me and then just go home. I was like, no, no, no. So I sent him a message just being like, listen, do you feel like this isn't going going anywhere? Do you feel like maybe we're just seeing each other for the sake of it? He then didn't reply to me mm-hmm. for a couple of hours. He then did reply and was like, yeah, maybe it's fizzled a bit because, you know, we're both really busy. He was like, it's not intentional. And I was like, I know, I just maybe feel like we don't have a, enough in common to like sustain us for a long time. He was like, yeah, he was like, I do. I did really like you. He was like, it wasn't intentional. I was like, I know. So basically it was left on a really nice note, probably the best way to end it with someone because I wasn't feeling it. He basically agreed that he wasn't maybe feeling it, but he said he kind of round, which is what was so nice about him always. He rounded it off by basically making me feel like it wasn't a total waste of time because he was like, Mm
1: -hmm. I did
0: really like you and it wasn't intentional. And I was like, that's so nice because sometimes when you end things with people, or they end it with you, you sit there going, oh my God, did he even like me? Do you know what I mean? Mm
1: and uh, mm-hmm. um, how do you how do you feel, feel about great, it Fiona honestly, do you feel yeah. like give me the right decision so you don't you're not hankering no. for him or 100%
0: okay didn't made well. the right decision because I after it, I just felt like a weight had been lifted off my shoulders and I saw my sister and she was like you're so much happier is it because you ended it with Mr. handcuffs and I was like yes because like I...
1: do you think you were putting yourself under tremendous pressure to make something I work think, or I think so. put a square he- peg in a round hole? So I to think speak? so only because he
0: was being consistent. And basically I think the problem was, and this is what girls do a lot of the time, what he was actually doing was the bare minimum. <laughs> he was mm-hmm. replying to my text messages and making plans with me. That is literally the bare minimum effort. But yeah. because I am so, it's so alien to me, the bare minimum effort wise, I was like putting it on a pedestal being like, but this guy's super consistent. And it's like, actually Mm -hmm. he was all those things and he's a lovely guy. And I'm not just disregarding that. But at the same time, it was- He wasn't really giving you what you needed. So I was like, okay, do you know what? But it's all ended on really good terms, Anyway, I'd sent that message on Monday afternoon, waiting for his reply, was on a Zoom call. Guess who messages me? The barber.
1: The barber that was so filthy with you on messages.
0: Yes. So let me explain because um, if you if you hadn't if you don't know who the barber is, let me explain who it is quickly. So <clears throat> the barber was a guy that I had dated really, really briefly, two two dates, let's say. He was, I want to say, one hundred percent my type on paper. <laughs> Literally covered to head to toe in oh boy. tattoos. Looks like a bad boy. I don't know why we get on this podcast and I always get a cough. Um, (laughs) um, But when we were together, was a really nice guy, whatever. It was all good. But I think what happened was he wanted a casual thing. I knew he wanted a casual thing. But I did this. The thing that all girls do with casual situations is... Going, mm-hmm. yeah, it's all good. I know he wants a casual thing. I've never, you know, it's all fine. It's all fine. And then you invest and you're mm-hmm. like, shit, you've invested. And then he feels like you've invested and he pulled away, which is like he wanted a casual thing. But I was like, no. Mm-hmm. And we like ended it. And my friend Beck said to me when it had ended, he will message you again. And I was like, I don't think he will. I think it's it's done now. And she was like, I'm telling you, mm-hmm. he will message you again. Six weeks six weeks she was like six weeks what is it it's been six weeks literally to the day like she's a genius Mm -hmm. um messages me going hey how are we and i was like what the fuck is going on i was like why is he messaging me start chatting it's very clear he just wants a casual thing so i have never been able to have a casual thing with anyone because has any
1: girl Or a woman being able to have a casual thing?
0: I think some girls are able to do it. But I personally, and you, and a lot of girls, I would say Mm -hmm. majority of girls can't do it. So I'm talking to him and I was thinking to myself, I would just want a casual thing with him because in some ways, I don't know how to explain this, I've already got over it. Like I'd forgotten about him, to be honest with you. I'd had this whole thing with, mm-hmm. you know, Mr. Hanker. I'd completely forgotten about him. So actually I'd already got over it. I'm talking to him again. I don't really care, but I would totally tr- see as an experiment for this podcast, if I can have a casual thing,
1: Take let me for see. The
0: and I'm gonna, well, potentially seeing him tomorrow, um, he's gonna cut my hair, which to be honest with you is great. Cause <laughs> UK haircuts are really fucking expensive.
1: <laughs> um, do you know what Fee, I was just advising a friend recently and she is um, a bit older, she's 37 and she is um, on Tinder chatting to guys, some are um, very upfront from the beginning about just wanting sex and you know I said to her would you not just consider meeting somebody that you find physically attractive just to get your hold? Get your hole is have a shag in Northern Ireland, right? And I find I myself that. feeling <coughs> get your hole. hole, finding myself like quite duplicitous in that because I'm saying to her, just go and have fun. But I know myself I would never yeah. be able to do that. I basically would look at a man's penis and then I'm like, okay, well, basically I love you now, so that's it. Um and I find it very difficult to not merge sex with feelings and i i have in the past pretended to be super cool and i'm like no listen i'm just in this for the crack just to have fun and actually i know deep down that i am disrespecting my true desire which is to actually be with somebody in a holistic sense of the word so i quickly retracted that statement um because it wasn't the right thing knowing the type of woman that she is um equally I've never had a fuck buddy in my life. I spent years in Dubai when my friends were riding rings around them and I was frigid bridged. I didn't have sex for two years in my sexual prime (laughs) because I knew that I was too I was probably getting over somebody mm. as well. And I didn't want to jump into anything with anything else, anyone else. Cause then when you know you're getting over somebody, you just feel disgusting and you just dislike yourself. Yeah, but regardless, <clears throat> I probably could have found a fuck buddy and refrained because I knew deep down that I would get into that situation and want more. And I would probably bring desperate vibes to the table, like desperate. Like they want sexy girl, they want like sexy Sonia, but I would be like desperate daydream. So and that's funny. why I just refrained. Um, was cel- Okay, there's different stages in life. When you're young and at university, yeah, slag phase all the way. Go for it because your your mind's not even there. You don't even think about commitment and feelings at that stage. I went had a wide university. Um spade of, of uh, slagginess uh, that's another thing but when you get de- of age so to speak and, and you want more personally I would find it very yeah. difficult but I know girls that have really meaningful amazing relationships with partners that are purely based on sex and they don't want any more. but I've never been able to wrap my head around how can you want to have sex with somebody and then not want to be with them totally
0: him? agree And I actually think what your point about the university thing, because there is a difference between having a bunch of one night stands and having a casual relationship because there is a difference (laughs) because I've had many one night stands and I've not had any emotional attachment to that person and they've left in the morning or I've left in the morning and obviously much so much more so when I was younger um, because now mm-hmm. I go out and I'm like, go home at 10 PM. <laughs> so none of none of the hot guys are out yet, but like, <clears throat> that's different. What this is, is exactly what you're saying, which is an, a relationship that is not going to turn into anything and why I don't, what I find really interesting about this whole thing is why we call it a casual relationship, because actually... I don't know how I'm going to describe this. People are going to be like, you'll think you're really at overanalyzing. I actually don't think there's, I think it's less casual because when you date someone, you're going out, out of your house for dinners and you're like getting to know someone out of your own home. Whereas with like a casual fuck buddy, if you want to call it, mm-hmm. he's coming to my house, we're cooking dinners It's quite domestic. In a weird way, it's domestic, mm-hmm. and there's a, and I think that there's obviously like levels of different fuck buddies. I don't know how you want to say it, but mm-hmm. like there's the there's the fuck buddy where you are calling them or they're calling you at two o'clock two in, the in the morning for a shag. There's the one that just comes over, shakes you, and leaves you, and then there's this kind, which is I would say the kind that I'm entering into the territory, which is they're coming over to your house in the evening you're cooking dinner you're watching a film together almost very domestic you're staying the night and then he leaves the next day it's almost like having that part of the relationship without having a relationship
1: so the lines are so so blurred blurred between the two and i think for you knowing you so well fiona you would be like yeah it's fine it's fine loving the casualness but deep down it won't sit well with you
0: yeah i am i'm I'm going to see because the the thing is if I hadn't already had my thing with him I probably would have been like I yeah I would be in this stage but because I already have mm-hmm. and I'm, and he's ve- he's not he's not like he's super he's really nice but like I know what what he wants and I also maybe want, I don't want more from him either in a way. Usually I'd be like, if I don't want more from him, then what's the point, why am I doing this? Because that's how you think.
1: So what you're saying is you'd be more than happy just to see how this goes, Um, get your end away, have fun, and hopefully leave your feelings at the door. Yeah,
0: in a way, I mean, I'm gonna see. I I think either it will crash and burn and I'll start to get the feels, and then Mm -hmm. we have ourselves a very difficult situation,
1: but it's okay because a lot of um women listening to this will be shouting Mm. at us trying to interject by saying why the hell can't she just have a shag without having to focus on making it official making him a boyfriend investing in her future getting married and having kids why not just enjoy the sexual union without having to think of all the all the other bullshit that women invariably obsess and think about I don't understand why
0: we can't do it, but I know why it's because I'll be sitting there with him having a great time because we get on super well, we are have like fire chemistry and I'll be thinking to myself, why is this not enough? Like, why, mm-hmm. what more do I want? And obviously there are so many more things that he, he won't, like, he's not the right person for me. But the problem is mm-hmm. when you have that chemistry, with, if you have that chemistry with someone, you forget all the other things. You just want that. Because the feeling of them, of that chemistry is so great. You're like, yeah, this is totally great. This can sustain me through my whole entire life because we're girls and we get mm-hmm. hyped up on the hype of it. But actually- you got to take a step back and be like that's all it is it's just really good chemistry in the bedroom
1: so this friend that i was talking about um the girl who i was advising just to go out and have a shag or whatever she had matched with this really like top bloke at least on paper (coughs) on um on tinder and they haven't even had a phone call let alone um meet up they haven't met up and she was already projecting years in Mm. advance. She's like, yeah, but he lives here and I live here. And logistically, how would that work? And he's a bit older and I don't like this. And I was like, babe, chill the fuck out. I know that we all do it because I've done it myself, but just take it one step at a time because if you go to this um if you turn up with this attitude even if you don't say it men can sense it yeah and whilst i am a massive avid um, advocate of being honest and owning your truth and all in the beginning there's also certain things that can really scur the shit out of men and that intensity Mm. um it's trying to like create create the balancing act i suppose yeah um and I also Sorry, think, I'm just gonna pop up I also here. think
0: that even if you're not saying it, men can sense it. Because Absolutely. with the barber situation last time, I, I think, I mean, this is obviously pure speculation because I, I obviously don't know. I don't know if this is true, but from my <laughs> experience and like guesswork, I, I mm-hmm the the last time i saw him we had a great time and then after i think he sensed me i don't know maybe there was a a shift in my way i messaged or how i was responding to him i don't know but from then he pulled away and yeah okay look Mm -hmm. i he's not like i he if he didn't this is the thing. If you don't like someone, you just got to fucking tell them and just be like, listen, I'm not that into you. What he's done, I'm pretty sure, is just left it open-ended so that he could do this, which has come back. But, you know, whatever. It's fine because we're using this as an experiment. Um, I say really <laughs> trying to justify myself because everyone will, everyone will be like, no, you need to just block and delete him. You need to block and delete him. And I'm going, no, no, I'm using it as an experiment. Like... <laughs>
1: But I also do believe that you're fully justified in just going out and having yeah. fun. Like, you're still in lockdown. No, no, we've just Actually, come out. I think out. you've been released yeah. from lockdown. We're, we've got a, a couple of weeks or months to go. But it's been, I feel like as a woman, a lot of the time, it's not about the physical act of sex. It's not like, oh my God, I cannot wait to have his massive penis in my vagina. It's the union. It's the somebody putting yeah. their hands on you and making you feel like, desired and it's it's a connection and i think um you know when you're single um especially in your 20s 30s or whatever you really miss like human touch and a man just putting his hands on you and i feel that you absolutely deserve that and i i think that you should go and do it but be cognizant of the fact that the emotions will invariably creep in because they always do and I guess it's just going to be up to you how you, you know, let's choose see. to handle I mean, that. Let's,
0: let's see how it goes. Stay tuned. Um, and we shall revisit mm-hmm. this. Potentially when you tomorrow. We kind of made this like plan during okay. the week. And then I have messaged being like, are we still on from tomorrow? But what? What I have realized this time is that he's slotted in. Like when we were making the plan, he's very much slotted into my my plan of what I'm already doing. Because all I had planned for Friday mm-hmm. night, which I plan Friday every Friday night, is basically to eat pasta and watch film and go to bed, and. He, all, all that's gonna change is that he'll be here. So it's not like I've made, I've changed my plans. Mm-hmm. I've like thought about it loads. It's very much like he's coming here and we will do what I'm already okay. doing, which I think is like a weird protection thing for myself. Cause if he doesn't want to do anything, if he, if he can't or whatever, for some reason, it's not like I'm I've made some effort. Like I'm still gonna do what I already planned. You know what I mean? Anyway. I shall okay. keep you updated. Well,
1: please update us. now.
0: Moving on to Tinder bios of the week. The, I've got. I say, I've got a Tinder bio yes. of the week. I think to be honest with you, I'm only going to read this okay. one out because it's so good and it's it's just it's just so. I just baffles me that men put this out here. This actually was a submission from um, a listener. So thank you so much to you to for submitting this. Um, this is actually a Dubai listener. <clears throat> Asim, 38. Occupation, Muff Diver-in-Chief. And then he doesn't have a picture, but he's got um, like a question and it says, If you don't match with me, you'll miss out on some quality tongue action. And then the next picture is, This week has got me thinking about polishing up my oral skills. Well, thank you, Muff Diver in Chief. What an excellent way to fill your time. To be honest with you, it probably is. <laughs> I just despair.
1: I don't know what offends me. More. Mu- I think it's. Muff diving or licking licking, licking your Do you say that in English? Literally,
0: like, you want not lick No, out? no, no. People or is say that a very it's licking thing? someone
1: out is just so like,
0: oh, it's so gross. And it's so like.
1: I just imagine <laughs> a dog with hot chips, like. <laughs> I, get, I just do <laughs> licking somebody have you not, have what you not, yeah. I always
0: refer Sex and the City on this I think it's because I'm listening to Sentimental Garbage which is Caroline Donoghue's podcast where her and Dolly Orson dissect Sex and the City but there's this one part where some someone's they're talking about eating out eating someone out and then Samantha goes surely it's eating in <laughs> Licking out oh, is just so, is I don't know, so it really true. mortally offends me when someone says lick, like, oh, I he licked me out. Oh! it just, oh.
1: I just can't think of a term that I'm actually okay with. Go, going down on you fine, whatever, that's probably the least offensive. Eating someone out. Eating somebody out and licking them out is just fucking horrendous. Um, I'm moth diving. Also i mean, munching, there you which go. I think
0: is just fucking disgusting as well. Just call it mm-hmm. going down on someone or just oral sex. And that is not.
1: Mm-hmm. Or just <laughs> call <laughs> it <like> that. <laughs> Laura, no one can see That's you.
0: disgusting. <laughs> Laura's doing the thing where you put your... No, I'm doing it. The
1: fingers above your mouth. Um. <laughs> Have you ever done that to someone? Okay, I dare you okay it was Next so many times it's so rude um, i'm gonna
0: film it for our instagram i dare you to like be in a bar and do the sign That like,
1: it's disgusting i just uh, especially when <laughs> I've had a have drink i've got no issues with letting myself down um love muff diver love his confidence you know what, actually though?
0: i feel like going down on someone or licking someone out is a skill not many men can do it so i um uh-huh. it is
1: our, our a very confident muff diver there is probably like, thinks he's licking her clit, but actually, he's licking <laughs> her fucking toe. <laughs> like, I have been in situations in the past, and they're no, like, That's my thigh. Oh, so good. And you're like, Yeah, sure. It's absolutely grand. Just lying back, being like, What the fuck is this? And you don't want to offend somebody because even though it's during sex, like, you still have to be understanding of somebody's feelings. And I've definitely been sat up at the top end, just looking down at that per guy, thinking he has no idea. Um, i we finish talk myself about off. the guy about that it. went down on me
0: who had the rough tongue?
1: <laughs> oh my god, the cat's done. He basically gave your vagina <laughs> microdermabrasion. It's like, are you no, no, Did we you not say? Off, maybe, off, maybe this was off the podcast, and we were saying he had little lizards. Cat's tongue like sandpaper like Shaved, <laughs> shaved my vagina starting in and out. <laughs> he basically he basically shaved your vulva. That's horrendous. It was so oh. awful. And you know what? Those it's all it's awful to kiss somebody with a little lizard tongue, let alone it was, him stabbing no, it was like, your fucking it was vagina. So
0: rough. And what do you say? Get the guy Gatorade. <laughs>
1: He said, "Get him a Gatorade. Get him a it. <laughs> he's probably he's probably so dehydrated. I imagine you guys yeah, were probably we were. drinking, yeah, right?
0: Like, You know when you're like, yeah, this is the thing. you know when you're rehydrated. Like that's just like fuck. Like you know, <laughs> drink some water. I know. <laughs> Literally
1: peeled my skin oh, back. Perded." <laughs> <laughs> He gave your clit a great dose of microdermabrasion.
0: (laughs) Don't need to spend money Um, on a facial just call Cat Tongue Guy. Moving on.
1: Fiona, that is so funny. (laughs)
0: I've got a story. Thank you so much to this listener. Tell me. Tell me. For submitting this story, because it is fucking hilarious. (laughs) I'm laughing already. And just to caveat, Actually, do you know what I'll say after? Hang on. Do <laughs> you <older cat's> <laughs> Tribute to my cat's stuff. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so she's labeled, oh, I love that she's also given the name, given a name to this story. It's called Lost Keys. Love it. I was on and off shagging this guy at the time. We would call each other when one of us needed a fix. The casual dating thing. We both had an understanding Mm -hmm. of our situation. Mm -hmm. I was at his house in the morning after our fix and later that afternoon, I had a friend's leaving due. I left his house to go home and change and head over to a pub in Wandsworth, which is West London. The sun was shining, the drinks were flowing. I am a lightweight, so a couple of drinks in me with no food and I'm Bambi on ice. (laughs) It's now <clears throat> quite late and I'm a drunken mess. I spotted this guy who I fancied for years and suddenly t- he had taken an interest in me. I couldn't believe it. The pub was closing and everyone was starting to leave. He grabs my hand and drags me to the Uber. Yes, this is my cab to Brixton, he says, which is also West London, just a caveat. He said to the Uber driver, We finally get, um, we finally started making out waiting so long for this moment i noticed we were in the cab for quite a while i said drunkenly this cab is taking forever to get to brixton brixton he says no (laughs) we're going to my place in islington not brixton islington is north london just to london's very big by the way and if you get caught in one of these situations you're fucked especially really late at night I live in, so I live in Putney, which is like super West London. So just a caveat to everyone that doesn't live in London. She's really fucking far from home. My stupid, drunken brain didn't hear him. Mm-hmm. This is so far away from home. I would never be able to get, um, <clears throat> I would never have got into a cab if I was sober. Anyway, luckily I fancied this guy so much, it was worth the 40 quid back, cab back to Putney. We had a wild night in the bedroom and it was a lot of fun. This had been something that I had wanted to do for a long time. It wasn't until the morning when my tummy was making these noises, it never- it felt like a never-ending stitch. I slipped out of bed around 6 30 a.m while he was still sleeping and went to the toilet. Well, the whole world fell out of me. I was in pain, sweating, dying, and it smelled so bad and I felt so ill. I need to leave now, runs through my mind. I booked a cab and slipped out while he was still sleeping without saying goodbye. 40 minutes clutching my tummy. I finally made it back to Putney. Finally home, I jump out of the cab and put my hand into my purse to realize that my keys are not there for fuck's sake. My housemates aren't home. They must have fallen out fallen out of his place in fucking Islington. My, st- my tummy starts to make a movement and nothing is open. It's 8 a.m. on a Sunday morning. Just to caveat also, it's a really fucking annoying thing about London. Nothing opens on a Sunday, literally until like midday. I waited outside Starbucks for it to open and ran to the toilet. As I was sitting on the loo, I had to think of a plan. Then my drunken, hungover state I thought it would be smart to walk to the guy's fat who I'd been casually shagging. Remember, it's 8 a.m. on a Sunday. I stumbled to his, I rang the buzzer a few times, and finally his housemate opens the door. I also didn't even think if my guy had a girl back at his. I had barged right past the housemate and opened my guy's bedroom door. No girl, phew. He wakes up delirious, wondering what on earth I'm doing in his room. at Percy, on a Sunday morning, I said, panicking, "I think I left my keys in here from yesterday." Lies, but he totally believed me. He then told me to come back to bed, and we'll look at them when it's not ATM. We never found the keys.
1: Did she use her? Ba- you use the guy's bathroom <laughs> oh my God, I'm at really. the very least? There is nothing worse than literally thinking you're going to shit yourself with a no bath with no oh bathroom my God, the worst. in the vicinity. It's literally one of the most petrifying things, and especially when well, like also, a shag. You
0: know, She's obviously gone on a one night stand with this guy, and actually, the, I've also found this when I've um, when I've been drinking. The next morning, I just really need to do a poo. And there's nothing worse than one. Either you're in someone, a stranger's house and you're really far from home. Usually in like a place like Dubai, you're not Mm -hmm. super far from home because everything is around like a 20 minute max drive. In London, you are looking like you could be an hour, an hour and a half away from home. And it is like fucking horrible. And if you get in a cab and there's traffic, you're looking at a two, three hour journey home. I mean, this poor girl. There's nothing
1: worse. And do, do you know what? You can just imagine sitting in the bathroom. Shitting. She's probably shitting her wee arse off. Yeah. And the smell rises up like the fucking toxicity. Toxicity. Toxic, what's the toxicity? Toxicity of Satan is emerging from her bowels. And it's probably wafting into your man's bedroom. That is horrendous. Is, that is like one of those stories that would just be you, you off casual it's sex my for worst life. nightmare.
0: It's my worst nightmare. Because <clears throat> I have quite an active bowel. I had the shit but... all day today because I ate pizza last night. Literally, like I any, anything, anything gets my bowels going. So when I have a night of drinking, eat, to be honest with you, even if I have a couple of glasses of wine, I am needing to go for a poo the next morning without fail.
1: I'm just weird about I mean you might not realise this because I'm on talking about arseholes and funny farts but I'm really, I've got a weird, I'm weirdly awkward when it comes to bathroom know, stuff. So my boyfriend and I are dating for the guts of a year and it's only two nights ago that I even referenced that I used the bathroom so I made us miso soup and I could hear his stomach going and he was like I'm just gonna come back in a minute and I could literally hear him from downstairs and when he came back down i was like have you had a bad tummy and he's like yeah the miso soup is definitely explosive and then i started to feel the tum and i was like i think i'm going to shit myself and that was the first time in 10 months i even was comfortable enough I to think reference that usually that's shitting pooing i'm really powers- weird about it
0: when you're dating someone you usually bring up well bring up the poo conversation when someone's had like an incident. Like I I was with someone for seven years and only like really when we started living together and things like that, did we, I felt comfortable because there's like, you can't, there's nothing you can do. And we did talk about poos and I, I farted in front of him and stuff like that, but I don't think I could do it now.
1: I I don't think I farted in front of a boyfriend. i haven't yeah i don't even think i've done it i'm so mortified i'm still so weird about it which i don't think is a bad thing because i remember a boyfriend farting in front of me and it was a big rasper and he did it and then looked at me and laughed and i was like (laughs) but it secretly really turned me off him and i was like that's actually made me feel sick yet with my boyfriend now um he was definitely upstairs shitting himself, no. but I just love him so much that I was like, "Wee man, please what about your please. tummy? Oh God, love you! Like, did that miso soup run through you? Because we've established the love, no, no, no. but if it's in the early days and somebody's <laughs> nice. like, oh, I'm like, oh, today. fucking Excellent, dirty bastard." Laura. Um, but oh, the, yeah, this, yeah, per girl, this, um, nothing is. worse um, at all.
0: I enjoyed that it tied in nicely to our casual dating, uh theme of today which is excellent yeah
1: can i just mention it's it's (laughs) less graphic than shitting yourself but i haven't had a child and oh me too i piss myself all the time and my sister in is like you wait until you have a child laura you will be literally wetting yourself trampolining fucking brilliant can i do it no even if i've drank a like a droplet of water beforehand within two bounces No, I'm the same. We have to Kegel though
0: apparently to like.
1: I don't think I have a Kegel. I think it's fallen out or something like. People are like, do you do your pelvic floor exercises? I believe that my p- pelvic floor is inherently mm. collapsed. I don't think it, it exists, um. but I'm definitely going to have to do the the exercises. But then I'm like, fuck, it, I've left too late in the day. I'll hopefully have a child soon and Watch then as I'll as be well. justified in I, I wetting like myself that. wherever I go. But I did wet myself so badly um, that I was coming back from a meeting in DIFC where, you know, I was looking after one of, a, cl- a client one of the top hotel groups in the world left the meeting i had on a beautiful green dress you know that material that when it soaks yeah. it like sp- like sprawls out <laughs> it's like super porous and i lost the key card to get into my apartment and i could not get in and i was like what the fuck what the fuck and i could start to- i was fucking pissing and it's just happened so i sat on the ground oh and just did what i had to do and sat there then um my boyfriend at the time came down because I was calling him go fucking come and let me out come and let come and let me into the apartment came down he just found me sitting on the grass and I was like oh babe I just fainted I just fainted that's why I'm on the grass and then he saw the stain and he was like what happened to your dress and I was like oh my god I think I sat in dog piss oh my god this is terrible but actually I hadn't fainted I was just pissing myself trying to avoid like damage limitations so sat and pissed myself pretended i fainted and blamed it on a poor dog and um, this was in the middle of DIFC and by the way for those who aren't from Dubai DIFC is like the super posh sleek financial district and there was just Laura of pissing Dubai, herself on some there. in my beautiful green dress after um, a very you know super chic iconic meeting and I'm just lying there I love in my own that
0: piss. Laura
1: <clears throat> I hope my boyfriend never listens to this because I think the oh he will absolutely have sex with would he would
0: he would have lovely missionary vanilla sex yeah. with
1: you, <laughs> <laughs> and he would lick you <laughs> out after. Well, oh god! Oh, oh god! <laughs> let me give your your rug a big munch. <laughs> Delicious. Let me gee, no. Let me lick your gee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I was telling him about about gay actually, and um, what is the other disgusting name? I think a- flag a- wound
0: is my there was just, gay. I, can't, I hate that word.
1: We also like a bit of um. In Northern Ireland, we like blurt. to say blurt and doot. So I'll hit you boot in the do. So
0: in Australia, um, there's uh, there's a saying which is called a root and boot. And when I was telling my friend uh, oh, nice. Tyson, she, um her and I used to live together, about Mister handcuffs basically saying that he didn't want to stay the night. She was so her boyfriend is um Australian, and she was like, "Oh, that's what Jake would call a root and boot because because you go and root and then you get booted out." <laughs> so I was like, oh, "It lovely. is a root and boot." hello what's that all right It's all right. he's just coming from then. work
1: are you okay uh i'm doing the podcast so if you just like to hold your wish for a second and not speak so we've had lots of messages actually saying that um they
0: feel like they're just listening to our com- well it is our conversation but like they feel like they're there with us. That was a very real moment of <laughs> being there with Lord.
1: <laughs> oh God. And you know what? He's so mortified love anyway. And a few of his friends have listened to it. And they're like, he's like, oh, a few of the the, you know, the guys have listened and their girlfriends. And I'm like, so what? They're just listening into things that they all talk about anyways, but he is exceptionally socially awkward and private, like I said, with no social media. Like, he has a Reddit account. I Reddit didn't even know Reddit it, was a yeah. thing. So this sometimes just really fucks with his mind. On that note, Fiona. Yes. I'm going to love um, you and leave you. It's really,
0: I just want to say something. I just wanted to give a shout out to our producer, JJ. Because mm-hmm. he has now, we don't do the podcast. He We record the podcast and then we send him, obviously, to edit. I just want to give him a shout out because he would literally be such a babe. JJ
1: is such a babe, and his fiance is she ridiculously um, good looking.
0: He would usually now be going, End the chat, end the chat. <laughs> Go on to Tinder, shut, shut,
1: shut the fuck up, the and move fuck on. Up. And we're like,
0: La la la. <laughs>
1: so uh, shout out to you yeah JJ's awesome um, his Hunk- JJ fiance. and his hot fiancé hunky JJ and
0: his hot fiancé um- this one was for you anyway I will love you and leave you mm-hmm. and if you want to send in your dating fails or love advice please do email us at infant at lovebitespodcast.com or send us a DM at lovebitespodcast underscore also just one thing before we go we are running a competition with our very amazing friends at their DXB um, they are giving away five free classes. So all you have to do is like the post on our Instagram screenshot that you have. subscribed to the podcast, wherever you get the podcast, and just tag us on your Instagram stories. We will announce the winner end of next week.
1: Please Very subscribe. Important. It's so important. Um, we're basically nobody's. I'm very small fish in the sea of podcasts. And I don't think we're cognizant of of the algorithm. I don't have a fucking clue about tech or the algorithm. But I do know JJ has informed us that subscribing really helps. So does reading and reviewing and giving us a shout out on Instagram. Every single shout out is so appreciated. Um, and it's just we really appreciate. We, the we love you very much, and so, I love you, Laura Rooney. I love you, Fiona Wishart. Thank Listen, you. I enjoy will... your date with Mr. <laughs> Barber. Make sure he shaves your bush, and also maybe. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, all
0: no? right. Well, I will tell you and update you next week.